0: Welcome to no cool Podcast, Episode One Thirty Nine. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tyler. I'm Mike, and uh, we're back. NCAA Championship has happened. Uh, Baylor Bears took it home. Um, we're gonna re- we're gonna go over the Final Four games. Right. The championship <clears throat> game right now.
1: How'd you feel about who got to the Final Four? Real quick.
0: Uh, I thought UCLA was underseeded, but um. They still surprised me. I'll say that. Uh, Baylor didn't surprise me. Gonzaga no. didn't surprise me. And who? Oh, Houston. I'll say Houston surprised me, but um, their side of the bracket kind of got wacky. So I am I guess I wasn't too surprised by any of them.
1: I feel bad because this is my first time seeing Houston. Yeah. And I didn't watch too much of the game, but... the if you watched any piece of the first half, you pretty much saw the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't close. Right. And the, it just looked bad because Houston looked so shook, yep. so like just distraught. Even I even caught a couple of open shots that they honestly looked uncomfortable taking. Yeah. Yep. I was like, wow, Baylor's really just giving it to him.
0: But now in hindsight, that's not as surprising. No, not at all. In hindsight, <laughs> right. not at all right yeah uh but the
1: second game i watched start to finish
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: thank god great game wow a classic for sure
0: yeah yeah best game it was the best game of the tournament one of the best games of the last couple tournaments probably for me it was a lot of talent uh obviously it was
1: all talent i it looked all talent honestly yeah yeah
0: and the ending (sighs) i mean you know what's crazy man i I
1: thought it was probably the best coaching uh Mark Few for mm-hmm. Gonzaga. That was probably his best coaching performance ever. Yeah, why you say that? I just thought like every time UCLA countered them, mm-hmm. they respond they, they would come out of timeouts responding really well. Mm-hmm. And I thought they got really creative with especially late, they got creative with how they got Timmy shots.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they did. They
1: kind of started doing like little simple things to get him cuts and stuff. Yep. And it, it responded to that one point when it was, uh, when UCLA took the lead 71 70 mm-hmm. and like they were, I think down six took all the momentum. Yeah. Yeah. And they came out and started getting layups for Timmy after that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I thought it honestly it kept him in the game at that point.
0: Yeah. He made, he made really, really good adjustments in that game. Cause it, for sure. There was a point where it looked like UCLA could pull away, and exactly know, the they do that storm.
1: UCLA, it was like all buckets.
0: Yeah, it, it was. was
1: four. It was four stars. It was Riley, the big man. Yep, Jaquez, who's like their wing, like kind of slash shooter. Yep, uh, Juzang, who should just go ahead and go to the draft. Go yeah. ahead.
0: It's not going to get any higher. His stock exactly not get any higher. Yeah.
1: Uh, I like – he, he kind of reminds me of Levert a little bit. Mm-hmm. The way Makes he sense. scores, kind of three mid-range layups. Yep. Uh, and who am I missing? The point guard Cam-
0: Campbell? Yeah, Tiger Campbell, yeah.
1: Bro, he he was hoping.
0: Yeah, and he didn't even do – you know, he, he's someone I feel like he sacrifices a lot for the team. Right. Because there's – he's one of those guys that all of a sudden – it looks like he can get a bucket whenever he wants, but he just chooses he just chooses not to. He exactly. chooses to be a facilitator and he has the talent to get buckets. So it's, I
1: just really like uh UCLA was just like ISOing. Yeah. When whoever on whoever, just attacking it, guys.
0: It really wasn't even like they really didn't even look for uh like they weren't getting screens and trying to make mismatches either just like exactly who's feeling it who wants it we just got and they made they had iso plays you know they had um those island plays like they run the play and then at the end somebody is has a one-on-one opportunity so
1: yeah man i thought somebody who really impressed me who everybody like the announcers and even like the way the Reactions were as the game was going on. Yeah.
0: Riley was
1: probably the best
0: game he's ever played. Yeah. And he was all over the court doing everything.
1: blocks, getting dimes, hitting shots. Yep. Post-ups, rebounding. I was like, oh, my God. He he was literally carrying them at one point. He was, yeah. All four of those guys. Timely shots. Exactly. And all four of those guys, like, took turns carrying. They did. That's what was so crazy. I was like, man, like, I want UCLA to win this game. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I did, too. I did, too, especially towards the end. Right. But Suggs, man, to his credit, that probably the best highlight, you know, besides his shot, of course. uh, Yeah. Was the block on Riley. Yeah. 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 Takes off and hits the perfect bounce pass. Yep. Oh, my God. I was like, I really thought they were going to take the game after that.
0: Uh, and that's the that's probably the highlight that's gonna put him right into the top five of the draft.
1: Oh yeah, we'll definitely see like that one. Deloading had the same highlight. Yeah, yeah. I remember Deloading had like a vicious cross court bounce, but that's all, every time they talk about his assists, that's all they played.
0: Yep, yep. Uh,
1: but to, another credit to Suggs though is he guarded Juzang and strapped him the whole overtime.
0: He did. He showed. I think that game he showed his entire repertoire, all of it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he showed scoring, facilitating, defense, everything. And to me, to me, I noticed his speed. Yep. Like his speed
1: was way like on a different level than everybody on the court.
0: Yep, there was a times he, he was probably the most athletic player on the court, you know? right, top to bottom. I mean, I, right. I know the NFL scouts are drooling. <laughs> They're trying because, I mean, he has it. Yeah, for sure. At quarterback, that athletic? Man. Well, I hope he takes the NBA money, though. More money, safer, better on your body, more longevity. But he has options. That's the point.
1: All right, so he hits the shot. He does the, the Mamba Wade celebration. I love it.
0: Where does it rank as far as NCAA shots that you can remember? Is it over, Leitner? Honestly, because it's a Final Four game, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I haven't seen a shot that, that big. Uh, personally, to me, I remember... Uh, well, no, um, I take it back. The Chris Jenkins one was was ooh, bigger. Ooh, yeah, for was sure, bigger. for sure, for sure. Yeah. That's probably the most
1: clutch all-time NCAA tournament shot.
0: Yeah it is. It is.
1: Uh but one shot I remember that was like a huge season shot. It wasn't a tournament shot. Mm-hmm. Was uh Watford beating Kentucky. Oh yeah.
0: The bank that bank from the the uh the wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Little trailer just like Jenkins. Yep, yeah. Uh I remember that cuz Kentucky was undefeated. They were just unstoppable as, you know, it's been over the years happened a lot, but It was a huge shot. Changed like the whole season, I remember.
0: It did. It did. Yep. Uh,
1: But okay, so he hits the shot. Everybody gets excited that Gonzaga's undefeated. This is the year the undefeated team does it. First time since, you know, a a generation ago. Yeah.
0: And that's not what happened. (laughs) Baylor is stacked, man. The crazy thing is they show the difference between Gonzaga looking stacked and (laughs) Baylor actually being stacked. Like, there's some nights Gonzaga looks like they have eight – they're like eight deep of ballers. But then, you know, Baylor is really eight deep of ballers. Yeah, so, I
1: mean – Okay, so all the other praise we gave to defenses throughout the tournament. Oh, yeah. Another level here. It was, yep. Uh, It was just, you couldn't like, you couldn't swing the ball side to side without it being a struggle. Yep. Uh, And it was just, it was tough to watch. It was. I, I kind of, in the back of my mind, I was thinking like, you know, if Gonzaga is going to win this, Suggs has to be the second or third best guard out there at worst. Yeah. Suggs was the fourth best guard out there. Yep. Uh, obviously, Mitchell, obviously, Butler. And the moment they tried that soft ass zone, Teague started demolishing them. Yep. It it hurt to watch in so many, in so, honestly, in so many ways. That's not even like that's really not even it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I agree, I agree. Man, Gonzaga looked overmatched athletically, completely top to bottom, every position. Yep. That speed that I was impressed with Suggs, I I didn't notice it. Nope. Uh, the Ayayi who was kind of like fluke playing really well. Yeah, just kind of cleaning
0: up bad possessions all the time. He was like their Michael Pietras that night. Was just bad. It was just <laughs> bad yesterday. Bailey looked like the monsters on them. honestly. Oh my god!
1: <laughs>
0: they just looked like they could just do everything. It, it didn't matter. Vi-
1: nobody could box out Vidal or Vital. Nope. He had eight offensive rebounds. I mean, Mike. He was everywhere. They were they were guards getting offensive rebounds. Mitchell was getting them repeatedly. Yep. Uh, guys were getting their own rebounds a lot of the time. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And and so many. I feel bad for like Kispert because he looked awful. Yep. Uh, he was getting bullied
0: out there. They look like a, and I know this because I went to a Christian school. They look like. <laughs> One of the small Christian schools that play the public school for the first time. Exactly. That's what it looked. <laughs> it get worked, destroyed. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah.
1: My it, God, bro.
0: That's the thing. I, I talked about this all year. Gonzaga's strength of schedule is garbage. They have to stop getting number one seeds just because they have a good season. I know preseason they played some really good teams. They played some good teams in tournaments. But you can't only play four ranked teams going into the tournament and be a number For one sure. seed.
1: For that's
0: sure. It's nonsense. And then Baylor's in, what, they're in the Big 12? And, I mean, they got, uh, yeah. they got a ton of great schools. They, they play Big Kansas. 12. Yeah.
1: They got worked by Kansas, I remember,
0: after their COVID problems. Yep. And that's like, you need tests like that. Kansas, Kansas State, um, Iowa State is always competitive. Uh, I want to say one of the – maybe Mississippi State isn't there. They may be SEC. Gonzaga's top
1: competition is what? BYU?
0: (laughs) Washington State? Butler? Butler, I don't know, man. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It just – you know
1: who else I felt bad for? Kisper was just bullied all night. Yeah. But who really got like just exposed in so many bad ways was Timmy.
0: Timmy looked like he shouldn't have been on the court.
1: Exactly. He he couldn't guard a soul. Nobody. Forget like, forget like, oh, we're getting the pick and rolls and like we're getting this. He, he just couldn't guard anybody. Yep. For the rebound guys, he was too slow. For the guards, he was obviously too slow. Yep. Couldn't really contest well. Yep. Wasn't quick enough to get a charge, which, by the way, the charge in the UCLA game was enormous. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, it, and it was – what made it really bad is the Grant Hill and the other announcer mm-hmm. just kept begging, like, Gonzaga, got to play through Timmy, got to play through Timmy, like, got to find a way to get Timmy – like, yo – they made it hitting, seem like he was the answer. Baylor's hitting three-pointers, Grant. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it made me cringe because, like, Baylor will hit two threes and yep. Timmy will get, like, a. they'll finally get a nice play, which will lead to, like, a clean, open layup. Yeah. But, like, you're not getting – you're giving up six points to your two. Yep. And then the other possessions, y- you can't even run your offense. <laughs> yep. Bro, Timmy could barely post up Mitchell. Yeah, I know. Yeah. How can you watch this game? Like, 10 minutes into this game, I'm like, yo, Timmy shouldn't be out there.
0: Yep. You got to give him off the court. And, you know, Nimbard, who was one of my favorites this whole season, I mean, he looked like a JV player. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he looked like he was like... A freshman playing and like yeah, like he was just way too like young to be on the court. He's
1: clean, but like he's not physical enough to really pull any of his stuff off. Nope, that's exactly what he looked like.
0: Yeah, and it just looked. I I don't want to say he looked scared, but he looked weak. That's all. And yeah. I, I like I said, I like him. He was one of my favorites on the team.
1: So, oh man, you know it's another thing that killed me is, after getting picked on by UCLA as hard as they did. Mm-hmm. the fact that they turned to the zone when the game was pretty much over <laughs> as like, uh, we can't get stops, so we're going to play zone. Yeah. Honestly, watching it, and as awful as it looked, mm-hmm. I was like, it, it would have been significantly better if they came out in zone to start with. Yeah. You I know, think so, too. Because maybe, obviously, if Baylor's continuously hitting threes, it doesn't matter, but they're not getting layups. Right. Right. And they started out getting le- – because Timmy's on Mitchell or on Butler, layups, layups, layups. Yep. And yep. That, I thought that opened everything up. So maybe if they played zone to start with, they would have looked better. But playing it when the game is over, when Butler's coming down and, like, just ignoring playing offense just to cook somebody.
0: You, you know, the zone, it would have helped. But the way they were shooting, they would have ate ate that zone up early. Because they were shooting well and deep,
1: you know? but it would—I think—you give yourself a chance by like, okay, Baylor, we made them shoot; they were hot. Yeah, we yeah, had yeah, no yeah. chance. That's true. That's but true. like Timmy getting switched out on Mitchell and getting worked possession after possession,
0: yeah, that was embarrassing. Yeah, I, honestly, I mean Mitchell is good, but they made him look a lot better than I thought he was. They made Teague
1: look like an NBA scorer.
0: Yeah, I told you, I think everyone's going to try. They might as well try. They, they might as great. well, for sure. The bigs look real energetic. Yeah. Or
1: like blocking, contesting everything. Yeah. Yep. I was like, that was kind of the last chance. The bigs were like slowly getting in foul trouble. Yeah. And I was like, you know, maybe Gonzaga starts start scoring. But dude, nope. you, they couldn't even run
0: handoffs. Nope. And they were making bad passes. Like I said, yes, they looked... weak passes. They all looked passes. really weak. They re- re- looked really, really weak. And the thing is, it's the competition. they never seen anything like that this year. Yep.
1: Credit to Baylor, man. They were the best oh, yeah. team in the tournament, and they showed it.
0: It's one of... Um, Scott Drew, it's one of his best coaching jobs I've seen. as Like the full season. Not that game, but the full season. He did great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So, congratulations, Baylor. Um, Who's the highest draft pick in that game, your opinion?
1: In that game? Yeah. I think Butler.
0: Butler's going over Suggs, you think? Because he's so smooth. I don't think he's going –
1: honestly, I don't think he's going over Suggs just because Suggs is a little bit more of, like, hype – Yeah, Uh, he's got a little bit more of like a reputation, I think. Yeah. Uh, But Butler, to me, looks of all the guards, he
0: looked the most NBA ready. I I definitely think he looked the most poised, looked the most NBA ready. I I think the only thing is Suggs probably will. I guess he's more versatile, maybe because Butler worked really hard to even be a point guard.
1: I think defensively, Suggs is definitely more versatile.
0: Yeah, so we'll see what happens. All right, uh, let's go straight to the NBA. Where, where are you? I'm
1: repping my Wizards. By the way, uh-huh. uh,
0: can't watch them though. I can tell you that. Even you know though Gary to, Trent try to turn on that Toronto game, <laughs> Gary Trent. Not I out literally I off.
1: saw the score was close. Isn't like it like the fourth on?
0: That's like the fourth game winner, you guys.
1: Bro, Corey Joseph has dotted us at the buzzer before. It's
0: crazy, man. They're really bad. And just when you think they're good, they're bad. And I'm going to a game tomorrow, so.
1: <laughs> I can't. I can't watch Russell Westbrook, bro. I can't do uh... it.
0: Well, what what do you want to talk about, Toronto? What else?
1: No, so Toronto. You know, I spent a lot of a lot of the early season episodes defending them, giving them the benefit of the doubt, thinking like you know, slow Being start, hopeful. slow <laughs> yeah. start, they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. It's weird because their one trade move was like a lateral move.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, like I don't think getting Trent back for in and uh, Rodney Hood.
0: Yeah, for Powell,
1: I I think that's like a at least e- e- equals out.
0: Okay. But to me, I'll say it's a it's a minor upgrade because of depth, but not that much. That's that's fair. Yeah, um, and the, the thing is, if they don't use him, it doesn't matter. So, right,
1: the defense has slipped. I should have seen that coming. Because no Gasol, no. Ibaka that's a lot of years a lot of experience
0: and Baines can't I mean Baines never stays on the court for a full season
1: yeah yeah Baines was I missed on that signing I thought it would be more impactful it wasn't (laughs) not at all as a matter of fact
0: yeah okay
1: um but the big thing for me is two guys were supposed to take steps forward in their game Siakam Jakim and Van Fleet. You don't think Van Fleet did? No. <laughs>
0: no. Okay.
1: Um. I I just don't think with their defense being worse now, they're getting in more and more shootouts. Yeah. And they're just that's not how they're built, right? That's not how they're built, and you see it with Lowry wanting to leave this is this is an organization who I praise their leadership. I praise their like you think he um, wanted to leave? I do I, he was ready to leave. I got you. yeah, 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 that's it which to me is like pretty much like okay, I got it. I'm out
0: right like whatever um, he, he was
1: ready to leave mm-hmm. publicly yep van Fleet, you know, he's had big games, but early in the year he was awful. Yep, and he's still there's no like good or solid game for him. No, it's not. He's either get, he's either giving the magic fifty, he's giving somebody thirty, yeah. or he's shooting like two for fourteen.
0: Yep, he still drives way too much, in my opinion. He's It'd like five he's, ten.
1: Why is he so good at blowing past guys to the rim? Like you're not a you shouldn't be thinking layup.
0: I know. Step back. You know. Just stop on the dime, even. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he has to go all the way to the rack yes. and it's, shoot a it's wild not, layup.
1: I like when he's when he's hot from the perimeter or, or when he's kind of settling for perimeter shots. I think he's a solid. He's a good player. Yeah, he is. He's, he's like a all-star caliber scorer. Mm-hmm. But the layups, oh.
0: And they always have to be wild or they're wild. going right at a giant on the way down. Yep. Yeah. It's something, something
1: like like you're not Derrick Rose. Come on. <laughs> he's going up like Derrick Rose and he's got none of the like insane body control. <sighs> it's bad. It's bad. I, I'm just imagining someone telling him you're not Derrick Rose. <laughs> obviously he's not like that you know od with it
0: but no yes he is
1: <laughs> the the, he is. the attempts like just the gall the like yo there's bigs everywhere i got this
0: yeah he does yeah
1: like bro if if you're not russell westbrook or derrick rose i i don't even like when <laughs> damian lillard does it
0: right because yeah.
1: damian lillard will get a poster but he'll get his shit sent like 20 times to get that poster
0: yeah he does yep and he never gets his foul calls never yeah <laughs> no why no way
1: right but it's just it's frustrating to me that i i, th- I just thought van fleet and lowry would only kind of get better with their role players kind of improving especially the
0: wings you yep. know and that just like hasn't been put together they traded the only person who took a step forward you're right <laughs> and and you get to the
1: to me the most important guy who was supposed to take a step forward Siakum. like some guys some guys just aren't 1v1 threats like <laughs> routinely right you just you gotta like you gotta do something to make them 1v1 threats
0: it's weird that siakam to me gets like worse in mismatches like if if he has someone like obviously smaller than him, for some reason he can't score, or if he has someone obviously with slower feet than him, they lock him up. It's,
1: like he, it's something. It's something about like the expectation of he should score on this makes him trash.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like he it's picks so the weird. one move that the person who's guarding him can defend. Oh, yeah. Kimba's on me. I can't, I'm not going to post up. I'm going to take him one-on-one 30 feet from the basket.
1: Yeah. And I thought he would kind of cover some of the defensive problems or uh, that they would have without Gasol and Ibaka, but he hasn't. And he has
0: no, like, like his shot blocking ability is just because he's taller than somebody. Right. There's no timing. <laughs> there's no bounce. It's nothing. Yeah, it's no, like he's no, just Mantella standing there. Has better
1: timing it. than him for blocks.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Lowry might. I've seen Lowry catch some people,
1: but I think this is kind of the, the way I see it is Lowry is aging. He's getting less consistent with kind of like an all-star type player. Mm-hmm. And the the other big three members, if you could call them that, never got better. Right. So because what's frustrating is they're. Ca- Ananobi is better. Boucher was like a sixth-man candidate for most of the season.
0: Oh, yeah, he got better, too, for sure.
1: All these guys, Matt Thomas is coming in there, and he, he doesn't look as bad as Garrison Matthews does.
0: And they traded Matt Thomas.
1: I'm just saying their role players are fitting in well. Powell was playing, probably having his best year.
0: Yeah, no, I'm saying, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying They had Matt Thomas. He started looking great, and then they traded him. Traded him. To the Jazz, the best shooting team in the league. You're going to give them another knockdown (laughs) three-point
1: Thanks, Toronto. Yeah. Good looking out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I just think it comes down to Siakam and Van Fleet. Yeah, it does. Uh, I think they needed to take, like, at least a small step and kind of improve and carry more aspects of the team. Yeah.
0: And that hasn't happened. And the thing is, I don't think Van Vliet's wild layups would be as bad if he had Ibaka or Gasol like, to, one, spread the floor or to clean up. But he doesn't yeah. have that. So he's going in there with a bunch of trees, with Boucher's standing there, waiting for him. Siakam can only post – he can only score from, like, the short corner or, like, the mid-block. He has two options. If he's not short corner or mid-block, don't give it to him man we is running right into him right into his man so
1: and siakam i just it's funny it's funny kind of when i realized this he of course cooks the warriors uh Uh like just Uh demolishes them but uh i just he's just not this like give him the ball and make it work no he's not he's not lavert or like these these scorer guys right he's not so I, I I'm curious what they do in the off season. Cause I do think they could make a move or two and kind of fix it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but will
0: they make it? I don't know. They need, I think if they had one person who they could just give the ball and go get a bucket, they'd be fine with the team they have. Cause I agree. They have a good, a lot of good surrounding pieces, but relying on them to score, relying on yeah. them to be the leading scorer is just not it. They do gotta defend better either way. Yeah, they do. And they need to they need a center that they're comfortable starting. Like I thought Boucher was gonna start probably like fifteen games into the season when he was like right. playing amazing. I'm like, oh, they got a good starter, and they just don't start him. They start Siakam yep. at the five some nights. It's just bizarre, man i don't know what nick nurse is doing either by the way
1: yeah and there and his issues with siakam whatever that was
0: disaster
1: to me to me were kind of the like the the closing point right where this season you don't really rec- even if you recover you're not recovering for any meaningful
0: reason yep um Okay, let me say this about the Celtics real quick. I'll, I'll be quick with this. Uh, I'm good. That's it. I'm good. Tatum, I'm good with Tatum on well, the team.
1: They'll see you in the conference finals. I just want you to know that.
0: Jason Tatum, it, it's not working. Whatever you're doing... Uh, he, he looks like he looks terrible, man. It just looks bad. I, and I don't care how many good games he has anymore. He can get 30 a night and it still looks terrible. Because I don't understand how the team can be. The team right now consistently looks worse with him on the court, in my opinion. Like, it, now, when he's out there by himself and it's like, you know, um, Him, Carson Edwards, Grant Williams, Robert Williams, and uh, Pritchard out there. Oh, he's eating. He looks great. He looks like Kobe. He looks like Paul Pierce, whoever they compare him to. But when he's out there with any other good player, it's a disaster. Kimba, (laughs) I realize why Kimba's been playing all year is because he plays with Tatum on the court. Why he's been garbage? Every time Tatum's off the court, Kimba looks like the old Kimba again to me. Especially in the last, I want to say, five games I've seen them together since Smart has been back. Smart and Kimba look great. And then here comes Tatum taking terrible shots. He thinks he's a... <laughs> he's not a good three-point shooter, man. Like, I, I get it. He hits some threes sometimes. That's not, That's not his game. It's not his game. It's not. Uh – I haven't seen him, like, you know, he goes to the basket. He gets some nice dunks. He's good when he, like, can really blow past somebody. But if someone actually guards him to the basket, it's terrible. It's on Van Vliet level. It's just bad shots. He tries to get fouled. He looks like Paul George that just throws the ball up and then walks down court with his hands up. I'm sick of it, man. I'm done with it. And... And let me explain why I think Brad Stevens should just go ahead and <laughs> quit his job. Or I don't think Brad Stevens is coming back. It's not that I think Brad is doing a bad job. It's just I, I'm confident someone else can do better. That's all it is. Like I, I think Brad Stevens is a good coach. I think he's a good motivator. I think he's just a good dude. I think the players really respect him and everything. But this, I just don't think this is the team it's a, Like there's a difference between What Scott Brooks is doing is bad I think Scott Brooks is a bad coach I don't care where he is I think he's going to be bad But no, no argument there But Brad I just don't think He's doing the best that the Celtics Can do that's all As a coach Not that the Celtics aren't doing as good as they can do Because that doesn't always fall on the coach but as a coach, I I just it's just hard for me to believe that no one can do better than what Brad is doing, especially how he has the guys playing. I think if Tatum missed twenty games, they may go sixteen and four easy.
1: You know, this is episode one hundred thirty nine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't think I've disagreed with you more on anything that we've <laughs> talked about. Now, hold up, hold up. you said a lot. Uh, I do I do think there's a there's a point to be made about how how like slow of an isolation threat he is. yeah, he's got a lot of that kawaii, of that like offense killer yeah uh, and and I do think that kind of makes them when he's playing poorly it makes them look bad sometimes.
0: He's a black hole too. He doesn't make a lot of if he ISOs, like that's the play is over. Like if he <laughs> if he gets the ISO, they might as well run up down run back down court because he's score he's shooting it. That's
1: fair. That's uh-huh. fair. Um where my issue with him lies is kind of the again, it's it's very separate similar with Kawhi. It's very separate from the team. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's little instances of you kind of moving the ball, mostly when the defense sucks. Yeah. But all the time, it's like you individually being great, and the team is just kind of doing their own thing separate from you. Yeah. But, yo, this, like, Boston is not good enough. Do I think they're beating the Lakers? No, I don't. No, they're not. But they could easily beat anybody in the Eastern Conference.
0: Oh, I think so too. Does that make it seem like Boston isn't good? You you are telling me, me yet. you're
1: telling me that you're telling me that Boston it's they should just scrap it cuz Tatum ain't that the guy.
0: No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm saying you're good. You could trade you're good if they could him. trade Tatum. If they could trade Tatum. Oh, no shy. If they could. <clears throat> but it, I don't want them the to tra- This is the time.
1: Tatum gives them that like next level of explosiveness that either they live or die by.
0: I don't want. I don't. Want, I'm tired of seeing them die by. It, is my point. That's They're my gonna only die issue. without him. <laughs> but they get someone for him. If they trade Tatum, they have to get someone that would replace him.
1: I obviously, hypothetically, you could upgrade the roster, moving him for something.
0: Okay. But I just think. Would you I trade think, him for Paul George right now? No. What, what would they do if they had Paul George? They
1: they look they look better during the season.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, of course. Until they had a playoff fee, that's the bad part of the trade. For sure.
1: For sure, which isn't like a fairy tale. It's it's reality.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. But my it's problem reality. is like
1: the Celtics don't look that good because the the front court's a little messy. The mm-hmm. COVID has hit them, you know, their their rotation's been messed up with injuries and stuff. Yep. And they're another team similar to Toronto. The defense has slipped a little bit. Yep. But while Toronto's defense has like permanently slipped, mm-hmm. Boston is not permanent.
0: Yeah, Smart is back. He's back in the groove, getting back into the groove.
1: And I watched them without Smart for a period of time have moments when they know how to guard.
0: Yeah. Kemba even impresses me on defense sometimes.
1: Right. he's a, He works. Yep. Uh, and that's kind of the whole team. that They've always been like that. Yep. But that's why I think they're just fine, honestly. They, Tatum, to me, Tatum also fixes a lot of their problems.
0: Okay, tell me.
1: Because they generate open looks for, for Kemba, often through Tatum or through Brown. Yeah, they do. Kemba don't make them. So you telling me that, like, oh, <laughs> when, when Tatum isn't out there, Kemba's his old self.
0: He looks great when Tatum's not out there still, though. that's
1: Jalen Brown looks way better when Tatum isn't out there. I'll give you that.
0: So your next two best players look better, but Tatum not on the court. Why do you need him?
1: Because, <clears throat> again, he gives you the carry the offense dynamic a lot, and I trust him to do it more than a lot of the other guys in the league.
0: Uh, okay. Uh,
1: like, a, right. like a rough game without any rhythm, I'm taking uh, Jason Tatum over Paul George any day.
0: You taking him over Brandon Ingram?
1: If the game has no rhythm, absolutely.
0: Okay. Tatum to me is what? the the one I trust
1: the most, uh, not the most, but like he's top tier as far as there's no rhythm in the game, it's very kind of built for nobody to really play well and he still gets you like big shots, big possessions, m- winning plays.
0: I will acknowledge that. Yeah. That's that's true. But I don't. But the problem is, I don't want it to be no rhythm in the game.
1: But that's that's gonna happen. That has to. You have to be able to play like that.
0: <sighs> He's obviously not one of the only people because they still lose all the time.
1: <clears throat> they lose because they can't like they can't go from like team basketball to individual basketball. Right. They're not smooth with that transition back and forth cuz they go from team everybody team to individual everybody individual including Smart including Brown and then it- like Tristan Thompson starts getting involved in that shit and
0: When Tatum is on his bad. individual run it it seems like it's the roughest transition to come back to team basketball
1: That's fair. I'll give you I could give you that. <laughs>
0: Like smart, I get, smart. Sometimes he'll jack threes, but once he misses like two, he's like, "All right, let me get some good D. Let me try to get a layup." But Tatum is like, if he if he hits two in a row, oh god, like he's he's jacking the rest of the quarter. Like Boston. forget about it.
1: You you giving me more confidence in Boston now. <sighs> you're done with them. I'm literally I'm more on board with Boston.
0: And I love Boston. I hope Boston does do well. But I don't think Tatum more Brad has to go. One or the other. Before they, they're not going to win a title with this team. Not how it is. Not with this team and his staff. I'll say if,
1: that. I'll tell you if Fournier looks like bad, like bad fit type of bad, not just like missing shots. Yeah. Uh, that I'll probably <laughs> yeah, I'll just,
0: probably agree with that. Not just over twelve or whatever he was the first. Yeah, if he's game.
1: missing if he's missing, that's that's gonna happen, you know. Yeah. Paul George they'll tell you that happens all the time. Right. But as far as like if he's not a good fit in the playoffs, if he doesn't kind of keep them in team basketball more than Tatum takes them away. Yeah. Cause where I really only want Tatum to do that late in the game. mm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, when they I, need it.
1: Right. As far as throughout the game, I would I like when they kind of just include him. They
0: don't play through him. But can you have too many players like that, you, do you think? Do you think Smart and Kimber are kind of like that? They're not as much of it as Tatum. But don't you think uh, – do you think it's possible to have too many of those out-of-rhythm scores? Because when you're out of rhythm, like, uh, I guess, do you think teams can have too many choices?
1: Yes, that's Did that's part of the cases? part of the problem in the playoffs is again when they go individual. There's mm-hmm. there's too much talent to where everybody can go individual.
0: I don't, I don't see. Let's
1: little to see where we disagree, you <laughs> I'm not done with them. I think they're dude. I think they have a good chance of coming out of the Eastern Conference. All
0: they
1: gotta do they got to include Fournier and keep Williams out of foul trouble. That's it.
0: I'll say, in theory, on paper, in a perfect world, they're the best team in the East, in my opinion. But, you know, I I just don't know. I don't know if they play like it. I I really, really, really want to see a Boston-Brooklyn Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know if we're going to get that because, you know, Philadelphia may have something to say with it. But Boston, Brooklyn—that's what I want. I don't want.
1: I hope Boston doesn't run into Philly in the first round. Well, if if they, they play anybody early. but if they play anybody but Philly, we'll see them in the conference final. Okay. Including if they, if they play Brooklyn in the second round, I'm calling it right now. We'll see them in the conference final.
0: They can beat Brooklyn. They're, be- they're better. They're better. Cuz even defensively they match up to Brooklyn probably exactly. better than any other team.
1: They're they're a better they're a more honestly they're they're not a more perfected version but they're like a more cohesive version. Yeah. I would say. i
0: will agree with that. All right. Uh let's move on to music. Yes, sir. All right. Um, where do you want to start with music? All
1: right. So I didn't listen to any of the stuff that dropped this Lil weekend. T- yeah. Lil TJ. I, I, yeah, I didn't listen to it either. I'm sorry. I'm, I wasn't interested. My bad.
0: I didn't listen to Demi Lovato either. Neither <laughs> of those.
1: Yeah, I couldn't. That's I got to be in a certain mood for that.
0: Okay. Um, week before lots of stuff dropped the week before
1: week before I caught up on the two things that you mentioned to me. Okay. The, the two big ones uh and i'll start with vic because vic was kind of
0: low-key short yeah he doesn't get it, enough publicity for his music i don't think i mean i guess it maybe is his choice i don't know but
1: yeah the tough thing i don't think it was bad it was just disappointing yeah because i like the opening track i like the last track a lot yeah um but as a whole, that like that whole middle part, the the interlude at one point, mm-hmm. uh, it's just it just drags it out.
0: Yep, it That's felt really like what it, does. It, it, it felt like uh, <laughs> it felt like one long interlude to me, honestly. Like the whole thing. It, but I did I did also like the first and last tracks, but um, coming off that last one, it's just not. It's this weird. This is definitely
1: a step back.
0: Yeah. And I, I guess this is a concept thing because you know, you start with the V tape. This is the I tape. I assume a C tape is coming. I I don't know if he's trying to show us his versatility with each tape, or like you know, just, it's something he's he's doing with it.
1: Yeah, I, I just hate that my favorite parts of this tape were the, similar to the last one,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like where he's just rapping the yeah. beats a little bit slower so he he could kind of really rock on it
0: yeah yep yep. alright that was quick and what's the other one uh
1: 24k golden oh yeah this was uh I heard good things I'm not gonna lie I was gonna let this go <laughs> uh cause I really didn't hear it you, you told me about it but like nobody that I talked to listened to it or really even knows him like that
0: mhm that um mood record was you know his hit single has been out for a while super hot yeah TikTok, hot i think so yeah
1: and i've never seen a single kind of give a better first impression than mood did for this album
0: yeah that's true because a lot of times the singles hit and then the rest of it is trash
1: yeah bro but this album honestly by definition it's flawless it is flawless it's, it's so smooth start to finish he's got the mood vibe like the the kind of track that mood was yep he's got that whole vibe all the way through and it works so well
0: this is this is by far my favorite album of the um of the year so far for sure honestly
1: and, I don't know if there's anything better
0: and you know i i mentioned I texted this to you but we talked on here about Trippy Reds ceiling and about those guys in that kind of zone. I mean, he's twenty four golden is it already. Like
1: I he, I can see that.
0: <laughs> Let the, me give you
1: another comparison, as a matter uh-huh. of fact. So we talked a lot, man, this was a ton of episodes ago. You made an excellent point about Young Thug. Yeah. Gave him credit for influencing so many artists. Yeah. <laughs> This is what, like, the, to me, 24K Golden is kind of the mainstream, like, perfected version of Young Thug. It is. Where he's, you understand what he's saying, but it's the same, like, he's, he stays quick, it's up-tempo, really fun. Yep. uh, High-energy sound. Yep. And it, man, this album, like, again... Maybe maybe not every track is your favorite, but there isn't a track on here that isn't fun to listen to.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. And you know, perfecting the guitar, the like rap over guitar thing now is. I mean, you know, um, what is it? Rockstar is huge. The baby right. and um Roddy, like he took that song and just made a full album of songs like that song but better. Like, you just yeah. took rock star type beats off of YouTube and just For sure. made a flawless album out of it. I thought just the
1: pace of this whole album is so good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like, I forgot how long it is it exactly, but it goes by even quicker than that. Yep. Uh, it's got a ton of replay value. Again, it's, so, it's just fun to
0: listen to. Yeah, it is. Yep. You got tops? Hmm.
1: Probably out of pocket.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: Out of pocket. Mm. Yellow lights is pretty good too.
0: Yeah, yellow lights is my favorite. Yeah. I liked. Uh, I liked the top. I liked. Um, yeah, the
1: first track.
0: Yeah. Uh, Breath away was nice. Um, him and future sounded great. Uh, yeah.
1: You should give us another uh, Life is Good verse. Yeah. Started off hot, went on way too long. (laughs) It's okay,
0: though. I like it. Yeah. Yep. You know, I I thought the baby would sound better. I don't really like that track that much, but, I mean, it's good, but it's not one of my favorites. And when I was listening to it and I saw it coming up, I'm like, oh, this is going to be crazy. And it kind of underwhelmed me. But, um... I mean, you know, I have nothing negative to say about this album. Nothing. Honestly, Honestly nothing. Yeah. Energy was great. Lyrics were actually impressive. Um, and it, it finds a way to be uh, like all age appropriate, I feel like. like I, it's explicit, but it's not explicit enough where I'm like, you know, like yeah. no one else no one under fifteen can hear this you know what I'm saying this is a very
1: again it's very mainstream like I would I could see a lot of different people listening to it yeah yep. I think a lot you could bring in people from different genres that could enjoy this album
0: yeah <clears throat> yeah
1: yeah it's this is like a mood mood every time I hear mood on the radio I'm like what a good radio song yeah. And he somehow this whole album is literally top to bottom. I'm like, oh, another good radio song. Oh, every song is a good radio song.
0: He messed up not having more singles on here for real. and, yes. I, and I don't know yeah, if yeah. I don't know if people would have heard all of them. So maybe that's the, you know, that's the one thing about it, right? Because like "Mood" caught on. I didn't know there was a "Mood" remix with Justin Bieber and J. Balvin. I never heard it. Uh, I didn't know Coco was a single, I didn't know 321 was a single, so I guess just people probably just wouldn't even heard it, but there's so many single-worthy songs on here. Right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to uh, 24 Golden, El Dorado, that's what we're talking about, but yeah, man, and it's uh, 13 tracks, by the way.
1: Perfect length, Er, early contender for album of the year. Yeah, uh, it's going to be hard to knock it off. Very hard hard to knock it off. Yeah, just you know what this album. The last time I felt like this was was uh, Jack Harlow, where it just feels easy. Yeah, this is the same. Like it was so quick and it sounded so smooth, start to finish. It
0: felt so easy, and to be such a young artist to do that. Yeah being such a young artist to have a pocket and have a sound that fast is impressive right that's all yeah yep all right and
1: i gotta talk about why i didn't listen to anything from this weekend because i i really i had low tj ready to go (laughs) oh no i did i was gonna get it you know new art in the spirit of (laughs) 24k golden being like a new artist that i really like this is another kind of you know maybe i like him yeah nah but instead i was like okay i faked on tyler too many times (laughs) and normally i've had like you know you've given me a number of albums and i've missed some and you'll you know you'll maybe remind me once and you'll kind of move on (laughs) yeah i i was nervous because you kept coming back to this Like you, I, you would. Re, I would literally forget about it, and you would remind me. Like, yo, like, what about this?
0: Yeah, I mean, so, uh, it, listen, man. They're they're from DC. I thought it would be an easy, quick listen, and it's only like it's short, right? Like ten songs. Ten songs. Yeah. Uh, when and you did like it come out, bit.
1: let me see. Just to be clear, October twenty third. It came out yeah. October twenty third. Yeah. So I faked for about half a year. <laughs> on it yeah finally got around to it uh and i mean it was it was better than you even said honestly <laughs> what the hell this is flaw. this is fire
0: yeah man i'm telling you it's crazy they make good music man and we're talking about they they the amanda, amanda
1: tape. tape yes i mean First of all, my top of the year list would have been altered, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might throw it in as an honorable mention next December. That's fair. But no, honestly, fair. man, this album is so good. It's beautiful. It is. <laughs> I just, like, the songs on here are insane. Yeah. Like, how have I not heard Play Fight on any like radio pandora nothing bro
0: i tried to tell you man these guys are great it's Tinashe gets disrespected all the time by the way for her music but i won't go there but yeah man they
1: best best i've ever heard Tanache sound by the way me too uh but play fight uh the wall track i mean those are just those are like the blatant like <laughs> hit hits Yeah. Like the blinding light type hits that for some reason haven't been. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, But there's songs on here. Uh, Count Me In was insane. Yeah. Uh, FWM was insane.
0: Yeah. And Count Me In, the remix just came out with Kiana the day. So, Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. On and On was insane.
0: I love On and On. The yeah.
1: opening track, the moment, was great. I, this album, every song on here I've, <laughs> I've wanted to go back to. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not, uh, what was it? Jaded? What was the one song?
0: Uh, Shoot the Club Up?
1: Oh, yeah, with Juicy J, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That Ju- was the only we one that kind of was a little, like, uh, uh, like a sudden left turn I wasn't expecting.
0: I will, I will say for me too, but like listening, if I listen to that alone now, like not on the album, I've actually, it's grown on me. It's grown on me a lot, but I won't say I like it, but you're right. It's the one, it's kind of weird in this set, in this album.
1: I just, I went, when I went count me in and play fight, I was like, I'm not listening to nothing else that dropped this weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah mood swings is great too i mean it's, yeah, it's sure. all great it's all for great. sure and this is the first time you've ever heard of day yeah oh man you you got mo- you got more to listen to man
1: i'll get to it for sure
0: fireside is crazy they made like a collab out al- this is like 2018 they made a collab album wiz jeremiah Vic is on there All dollar sign uh oh yeah i'm right at it yeah it's tough this is only six songs I'm right at it. Yeah. It's they're great, man. It, the thing is the way they the way they use their beats. Like I there's so many artists I would just say, man, I wish they had a, a beat like they. I wish they gave them a beat. Because like the bass with the a lot of times they use a guitar, like they use guitar a lot more than most artists, and we were just talking about 24k Golden using guitar. They like, like 24k Golden and that crew, and even Roddy Rich. Now they use the guitar and turn like a hip hop song into a pop song. And what they does is like, I feel like they do it the opposite way. They make the song that probably would be pop until the bass comes in and now it's a hip-hop song you know what I'm saying yeah and you know um they re they reverse engineer that kind of music and it's just the voice this is great so bro. good all the songs are relatable too by the way it's
1: so, so good bro uh, play fight is just insane yeah it's very
0: sing-along y yeah, uh, on here
1: I haven't had a, a song that I want to listen to that often since probably uh Summertime in Paris.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That I just, like, literally
1: just couldn't stop listening to. It's the same thing. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Uh, And also, uh, their album New Religion Hyena. Um, It's more experimental than this album is. And that's their first album, but they had a mixtape before that they, like, it was one of those they came out with the mixtape, and then they like re-released the mixtape songs and like added more songs, and that was the album. Oh, That's okay. what they did there. So like, I feel like they were kind of just fine in their sound. It has some joints on there, but Amanda Tape is like their, it's definitely their uh, best project.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna be checking them out over the next couple weeks for
0: sure yeah and they got a lot of singles too that haven't and never came out on albums that are solid too so yeah man shout out today
1: so dc good. amanda tape go dude definitely go check it out
0: yeah it's it's, it's great great uh let's see what else do we have we got a big oh. movie that dropped yeah wait real quick these NBA players need to understand and learn how to apologize. Durant, oh no, oh, no! I'm sorry, y'all had to see that. That's not gonna cut it, man. That's not it. Terrell, what are you doing? I, that's definitely not what I wanted people to see. Like, of course it isn't. It can find you fifty grand. Like, that's the worst apology I've ever heard in my life. Dude, it's not an apology, it's a statement. It's the worst statement I've ever heard.
1: Bro, I just don't do like Durant, you're you're not like Daniel House sneaking in girls into the bubble, bro. Like you're the face of the league. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing? Dude, first of all, his criticism is it was
0: so basic. What do you mean?
1: like him getting him kind of complaining that you looked sad in the interview.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like all he did was clown you for looking sad in the interview
0: and he wasn't really answering the questions, but yeah, that too.
1: But like dude, to react to that to just lose your mind to the point where you're you're trying to send out your address. <laughs> yep. Or get him to send his address out so y'all can
0: meet up. Talking about his wife doesn't respect him and all that? That's way too far. That's where like, he snitched. Yeah.
1: Like, Michael I, Rappaport probably would have let this shit go or whatever. Like, they would have beefed for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Trolled each other on social media or whatever. As soon mm-hmm. as he got, like, family disrespectful, he immediately was like, nah, you better look bad.
0: Yeah. that. that I mean... <clears throat> Even when joking, that's across the line. Like, you don't joke about somebody's girlfriend. For sure. anybody somebody's involved with like that. Like, that's... Come on, man.
1: Like, people are, like, clowning Michael Rappaport for snitching like he's supposed to, what, fight Durant? Like, yeah.
0: But I don't know what other option he had. I mean, he, (laughs) he didn't have to send it out. And I get why people are like, yo, that's a private DM. It's supposed to be private. It doesn't make it okay. Exactly. Because the thing is, you know, we can go, a, a, you know, down the line of privacy. You could say phone calls aren't private. Like, oh, that's like saying, um, what was it? Tyreek Hill and his mm. wife had that conversation. She put leaked that out. Wasn't that private? We're talking to each other. I didn't know you were recording me. It's private, right? right. I mean, we see people fighting all the time, and a bunch of private stuff happens. So it doesn't make it just because we weren't supposed to see it doesn't mean doesn't mean it's okay. Like, um, sorry like, you guys had Kate, to see Kate, that because I just man, I don't understand. Like Durant makes no sense, bro. He's always been he's always been the you know facade of the NBA. He's always been hiding. Funny story. I went to Liberty basketball camp at Liberty University, and uh, when I was in high school, and they sat us down, man, and showed this big presentation of Durant, and they were telling us how he's such a family man. He reads his Bible every night. He didn't have tattoos at the time. It, well, you know, and some people still don't think he has tattoos. Uh, he didn't swear. He's this saint, right? I'm like, dude, I don't think Durant is anything like that. And this was, and you know, I'm not going to say the date, I mean the year. It probably was like 2012, 2013 maybe. Durant wasn't in the league that long. And then, you know, Durant was trying to keep that up. He got only got tattoos under his jersey so people can see that he's covered with tattoos everywhere yes. that you can't see in yes. on TV. You know, he was rapping. I remember when the rap came out, and he was cursing in the rap, and that was a big deal. He tried to scrap that, and, like, didn't want anyone to hear that he actually said swear words sometimes. And then, now look where we are. He's outed like this. Oh, that's definitely not what I wanted people to see of me. Yeah, you've been doing that this whole time, being fake.
1: (laughs) I just, like... You know, I I wasn't surprised by this honestly. Any other NBA player, even like you know, even like a DeMarcus Cousins or somebody hot tempered, I would have yeah. seen that conversation and been like, "Yo, like this is fake. Like, there's no way. Like, how yeah. the hell does this turn into like you saying these things?" Right.
0: right. Uh, it. It, <laughs> <and> <laughs> it honestly,
1: he- it doesn't. It doesn't surprise from a guy who. Who uses burners to to, like talk shit on social media. This doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, me either. Clearly, he's a guy who spends way too much time on social media.
0: Yeah, and the thing is like, you guys, you said if Cousins or something like that happened, you know they would just go fight. Like if it was really going this far, like it wouldn't be like a keep texting and calling each other all these names. And it's hey, like, Dur- on, I,
1: I just, I don't get. Again, Durant is a grown man. Yep. He criticized, I don't know, maybe Rappaport deleted messages of him saying some wild shit.
0: People have said that, yeah. Uh,
1: and, and I wouldn't be I'm surprised literally. by that but for Durant to, like, throw out the, like, the little racist Call of Duty insults or the little, like, disgusting call, like, the video game chat threats yeah Yeah. i I mean it just it's such a letdown to me it's such a letdown like bro you're the you're one of the best basketball players what is this yeah why do we have to fucking deal with this yeah i don't know how it is man it's bizarre bro i saw i honestly like I had no re. I couldn't even react to this. I was just like, Are you- "Is this a joke?" Like,
0: because you sent it to me and said nothing. I was like, "What is this?" Exactly.
1: <laughs> I-, I just wanted your immediate reaction to reading it because that I was speechless.
0: Yeah, man. I didn't. I didn't know what to say about it. Honestly, <sighs> bizarre, bro. Yeah. And you know- Durant's.
1: And I completely agree, bro. Durant's apology made it made him
0: look so much more trash. And, you know, even if, and listen, if Michael Rappaport didn't delete messages, (laughs) it makes it look even more wild that Durant is just going off and Rappaport isn't even replying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then, then, yeah, then we got to really worry about Durant at that point.
0: (laughs) Right. And like I said, if we're talking about insults, Rappaport is like top three, top five. That's why I think he had to have deleted Because
1: so, no way he's taking those messages And not Like I, I've i seen him, how he fucking talks There's no way
0: And then Durant tried to Make him seem like he was the sensitive one Like hey man we talk like this all the time Now you're mad all of a sudden Did you see that
1: Yeah And right Four was like no we're nah, not, we not friends
0: it. bro Right I mean the thing is we Maybe they do but when it comes to the wife thing like I, the thing is, even if we're playing, I'm not letting you like. That's not a running joke. Talking Honestly, about somebody's wife is not a running joke.
1: If he like, if he doesn't throw the wife in there, like it's just I. I would have been more uh, upset at rapport for leaking it.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: It's only because he got O.D. disrespectful that it, it yeah. looks as, just like as disgusting as it does.
0: Yeah, your life sucks. Your wife is probably unhappy. That's whack, man. That's crazy. Oh, <laughs> That's way too much. All right. Oh my God. Real quick, let's get the movie The Legendary. Yes. King Kong vs. Yes. Godzilla.
1: Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Get HBO Max and watch it, please.
0: Yep. Podcast is over if you haven't seen it.
1: Yes. Uh,.
0: This storyline was hot garbage.
1: Love it. (laughs) Love it.
0: But the action was insane, man. One thing, this is one quick criticism. They have to figure out how to be consistent with, like, how heavy they weigh. Because, like, they'll step and, like, it causes an indention in the ground. But if they'll fall from, like, uh, a mile in the sky, like get thrown or push each other down and it yeah. just knocks one building over.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look for those, you have to turn off your brain for this movie. First of all, cause Absolutely. it's, it's Godzilla versus Kong. Like, you know, if you're coming into this, taking it too seriously, you're probably not going to enjoy it. Yeah. But it's like they heard all my criticisms from the last one from the last two. Taking them way too seriously, like yeah. forcing these human characters. Bro, the human characters in this movie nobody cares about the movie doesn't care about them. Nope. The movie introduces them, they kind of just use them to move the story, and that's it. There's no yes. like in like OD long romantic moment or emotional moment. Nothing is none of that <laughs> shit is dragged out. Nope. They, like they uh, they honestly laugh at the plot as the plot is going. Yep, they and I, I I loved it, bro. I finally like you, you have Godzilla versus Kong, and that's it was exactly what I expected that movie to be. Yeah, just monsters beating the shit out of each other. And <laughs> I mean, clearly
0: never got tired.
1: <laughs> never and clearly the budget was spent because. The, the Godzilla and, and Kong fighting was insane.
0: It was insane.
1: It, yeah. made, it pissed me off that I wasn't in theaters.
0: Yeah, me too. Especially when but, they're I like mean,
1: really scrapping. I'm like, oh my God, it looks so clean.
0: Yeah. yeah. This is when I think they could have saved for the real theaters. They could have saved <sighs> this.
1: Dude, I think... I'm going to go on a hot take, bro. I think this movie would have made a ton of money if life was normal
0: yeah it would've. if they
1: put this out in like May right before the summer
0: yeah think about how much HBO Max had to pay Warner I mean, Brothers to even do this I'm sure a ton yeah
1: but this is like again this is the first movie that is, gets me excited about this whatever Vert like universe or whatever they're doing moving forward
0: they're doing more
1: I don't know where they go I don't know if this was the finale uh, of that maybe mhm uh, but I'm assuming if this movie is successful, which it is, I would assume, yeah, and it should be. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming they're going to keep it going with other creatures and stuff. But again, yeah, maybe again, this movie this, the the plot is dumb, like on purpose. Yeah, like, the, the villain here is is Mecha Godzilla. I hated that. I'm turn not your that. brain off, like. <laughs> Again, it's so that. dumb. It's don't get me wrong. The villain, like the human, it's the same shit as the last movie. But in this one, they don't drag that out. They don't take it seriously. Yeah, they just use it as an excuse
0: for Kong and Godzilla
1: to beat the shit out of something.
0: The one la- last time, the one was the uh, storyline made it worse because like they really didn't need to use like giant moths to do what they were doing. Yes like this time believe it or not i get it more like i understand it more in this one than i do in the what is it king of the monsters one that part of the uh, i I
1: like that this movie while the plot is dumb it's very basic
0: it is yeah and
1: and this movie kind of leaned leaned into sci-fi a lot more than i thought it would yeah me too having like a home again spoiler alert they have there's like a Inner core world or planet or something, yep. That Kong is really from or something like that, and I thought that was re- like even though it made no sense, they didn't drag yeah. out like the scientific explanations for it. They just zoomed in there, yep. They, and yep. they had a good excuse to bring Kong and made it made sense for why he's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it again, the movie moved to make the title made sense, to make sense. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. That's all my favorite part, of course, is Godzilla vs. Kong. Yep. I don't even remember anything else because I don't care. <laughs> and I shouldn't care. I'm with you, a thousand percent. I loved it, man. Again, is it? it's Fast and Furious with monsters. Like, you just, it's... <laughs> it's not it's not that dumb, okay? They're not like yeah. insanely dumb, but yeah, just simple fun i'm I'm again, I'm mad I didn't go to theaters to see this,
0: yeah, man. Well, you know, I had the luxury of seeing it in that kind of atmosphere, and it was it was vicious, man. It was the even the sound effects were on point, so For you know sure. the budget was was definitely out there, especially with all the CGI. For sure, um, In this movie, like, not only did they get the fight,
1: like, the fights look great. Yeah, they had Kong really fighting like an underdog. Mm-hmm. Like Kong was a little bit more scrappy, a little bit more of like his hits were a little bit more impactful a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. I loved that, man. You, they really made you root for Kong, especially when he was losing at one point.
0: Yeah, and and he had the. It showed that he had a slight. Intelligence factor that you know Godzilla didn't have. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it, like they, he could communicate. Again, he's similar to Godzilla with the Stranger Things girl, which was super dragged out, thrown in this movie for no reason. Okay, it was yeah. real quick. That's fine. But in the yes. other movies, dragged out. Here, Kong has a connection with like a girl that that comes with them. Yep. It's like it's super quick mm-hmm. it's never dragged out it's literally there for a couple cute moments
0: yep this is like okay yeah that's what we're doing all right let's let's do this
1: which I, by the way uh, as a subtle difference because they always team kong up with like a, a actual woman to make yeah. it romantic yeah uh, which make, is weird. making it a kid i thought made it a lot cuter a lot more of like a better emotional moment towards the it's, end
0: it seems more realistic to me too I and mean, like exactly. you know I think primates like to protect the younger people. So
1: first time I've ever liked uh, Alexander Sarsgaard in a movie. By the way,
0: I've never really? seen
1: anything else that I liked him in.
0: Is he? He's the um... Tarzan awful. Oh yeah, yeah. What else? I you Remember
1: him in that much.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't either. I, Cause I was trying to think. Where have I seen him in? Charleszan he, I remember
1: here he's like he's kind of like a proto like a textbook like nervous science guy yep uh but I, I just nobody tries too hard in this movie
0: yeah they don't need to and you know the other thing is I didn't feel like I was um uh, I didn't feel too anxious like it was taking a long time Not at to all. get to the fighting I even uh in king of the monsters I felt like it took a long time. Like I was like all right, like let's fight now. I want to see some action. And this didn't how the story was moving. I didn't feel like I was waiting too long for action. Never. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yep.
1: Man, this you got anything was anything else? Man, this, this was I'm happy I got HBO Max.
0: Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. And there's more coming.
1: I got to get a theater now.
0: <laughs> well, That's I'm the trying to think What's the next really uh, big thing coming? Is Mortal Kombat count? Mortal Kombat looks lit. Like I, I, <laughs> I may not like it, but I'm definitely gonna watch it. The effects look great.
1: Oh, oh, we gotta react. Uh, Space Jam trailer. Bro, I, I will say they they got me curious enough to like. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, me too. Like the Me trailer too. wasn't like, like I don't
0: know. I don't have any further things than I already told you in private. Uh, I hate that Don Cheadle is really Don Cheadle. I mean, I guess he's not, but I hate that you can't have a real actor in there and it not be who the actor is. That's crazy. Yeah. Bill Murray was Bill Murray in the last one. Um, I forgot the other guys, dude. Who was supposed to be like Jordan's manager? I mean, he's really an actor, but I I feel like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: But he wasn't Don Cheadle. That's all I'm saying. Like, Don Cheadle is the most accomplished actor in the movie. And you're, pretend, you're supposed to pretend like he's not Don Cheadle?
1: Yeah, I thought the Monstars looked cool.
0: Yeah, they do look cool. I like how they all have, like, different powers and stuff, too. Yeah. Uh,
1: LeBron. LeBron is pulling off so far it seems like lebron is pulling off that like awkwardness that mj managed to pull off yeah uh he seems to be pulling off the vibe just from the clips that they showed us so
0: well the thing is at least lebron actually has like a really good sense of humor we've seen lebron dancing funny we saw the harlem shake video the um, t- bro, know, I
1: hope they. He makes jokes. This is such a. I think this movie could be so much better if like LeBron really pokes fun at some of his own shit. Yeah, I'm t- bro, you fun. made the perfect. If they make that meme of him like getting mad at Jr. <laughs> dude, if he gets mad at one of the looney tunes <laughs> like that, I'm I would cry laughing.
0: That would be hilarious. They gotta uh,
1: do that. Oh my
0: god! I'm trying to think of it. I'm sure there's a lot of other things. I, I love the Lola being yes. D wade Yes, the thought of the lob, yes. I love for, it.
1: That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I need the LeBron little like career highlight gems.
0: Because even in the last one, that was that was kinda cool because they knew who Michael was. So like I like that in the movie, if Lola does that because like she saw that, I like that. Right. like I like if they try to copy because they're playing with LeBron because they're having fun yeah, that'd be cool that's cool I'm not sure how I feel about the plot yet still um I just it's similar yeah.
1: to Godzilla versus Kong man just don't
0: drag it yeah it, yeah but the only thing is they have the other ones to compare like that plot was good because people still use that if the aliens came. And we had to do something. What would right. we do? Like that's still a thing. Now it's like if Don Cheadle takes your son and you need, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that plot is kind of.
1: Yeah, they gotta do. They gotta do something meaningful to get us to like buy in and go along with it.
0: Yeah, and I want to see why um, when he needs the Warner Brothers basketball team, he writes Iron Giant, and he's left with like the Looney Tunes. So I, I would. I'm curious to see what happens there as far, you know. um, I like that the other Warner Brothers characters are in it, though. I think that's really cool. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited for it, though. I'm definitely going to watch it right away. For sure. It's going to go crazy in the box office. You know that. Oh, yeah. Well, however we watch it, it's going to go crazy.
1: I'm sure HBO Max streaming is, is blowing up.
0: Oh, yeah, this should be HBO Max, huh?
1: It is? I think so, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow,
0: that's going to be crazy.
1: They really, they take all the, the exclusives. They got so much other they... stuff coming, too. It's crazy.
0: Warner Brothers must get, like, a percentage of all the subscriptions after they made that deal. They I have would, to. I would assume. Yeah, because... There's no way you release Godzilla vs. Kong and Space Jam and you're not taking any money home. Like, there's no way. Right. Um,
1: uh, there was something else I was going to say about movies. I want to say it was about movies, too. I can't remember. Right I don't see
0: anything it. else. Uh, prayers for DMX. Um, he o- yeah. OD'd, apparently, and he's on life support i've heard reports he was off i saw that one he was off then i saw some he's in a vegetative state they're not sure what's going to happen next we're both dmx fans um man it's just bad man he dealt with you know dealt with the drug thing for a long time on and off i thought it was that he was in an off stage at this point uh you know it just shows these rappers man it's tough man i just hope he's yeah. alright and they can't be left alone, you know. And I don't mean that in like a, I don't mean that in like a rehab way. I mean like they need a support system. Everyone does. And the rappers, yeah. I think, for a long time have been in our society have been one of the biggest sufferers of not having the support system, as far as celebrities go.
1: I mean, you know, I, I come back to it every time we talk about you know guys making dumb decisions or just doing just stupid things that it's it's so important to have like the right people around you
0: yeah and some guys don't know when they need to get help you know so sometimes they don't know they have a problem uh dmex knew he had a problem but you know maybe no one else knew he had the problem that's the other problem yeah so. uh let's see i don't think i have any other news far as that goes uh we got an interview coming up oh yeah pretty quickly uh i'm not gonna say the date because we may have to do it on an off day and you know just post it later um uh, other than that i think that's it we're still waiting for drake's album we're still waiting for rihanna <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna, can we get the
1: single at least? Damn. Can we get anything? Rihanna, anything. You, you tease the single. We shoot. better get that
0: shit. Run around with ASAP Rocky. Anyway. Uh I think that's it. Yep. We will be back. Yep. Uh yeah, we'll be back next week. And I guess mostly just NBA. Uh, when's the draft? NFL draft. Is that? Oh, it's got to be soon.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's. I'm not sure if it's this week, but it's it's a big draft, man. A lot of quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, we'll either preview that or recap that whenever that is. Um. Oh, didn't the Jets just trade Darnold? Oh yeah. We're not gonna talk about that.
1: <laughs> it's good. My, right. It's good move for Darnold. I'll say that. Yeah, Carolina, Carolina, night and day better as an organization than, than the Jets.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, we'll be back next week. Until then, see you guys later. Subscribe, follow, No Clue Podcast on Instagram, merch, uh, all that good stuff. You know how that goes. And we'll see you guys later.